Today is April 21st. The Yankees wrapped up a three-game set in Detroit. They took the first two games. They lost the third game. They win the series. They go 500 on the road trip. Their pitching's phenomenal. Their hitting's the opposite. Let's talk about it. Let's talk Yanks, babe. Shit. Well, shit. What y'all doing? What y'all doing? Hello and welcome to Talking Yanks presented by Seat Geek. My name is Jimmy. Sitting next to me is Jake and BBD is in the corner. BBD, let me know before we started that this is my first series recap out of the new office. So far to start the season, I did one at home, one in the Bronx office, one at my Aunt Carol's house, and now here. So I'm very excited. I wish they won so we could use the red strobe lights and all that, but we will not be able to today. We'll have to use them at a later date. Uh, the moods are wild and the tensions are split and the Yankees are coming back to the Bronx for more games. And if you want to go see them, go to SeatGeek, mm. use code YANKS for $20 off your tickets at SeatGeek to get them. Download the app, find the best tickets for you. Are you going to a game in this upcoming series? I don't think I am. Um, I don't, uh, we were talking about Baltimore. We'll see. Well, not this series. Not this next series. Yeah. No, the home stand. There's a chance. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, we got. We're watching another dog. Oh yeah, Katie wanted to bring baby James to a game, which I he doesn't remember it at all. Well, like a Sunday day game. Maybe I do that next Sunday. Maybe. And then I, and then I record afterwards. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, Jake, how are you doing? Hamas, David, everyone live in the chat. I'm doing well, man. I mean, it, you know, I I think there's gonna be. There's going to be a couple different groups of people listening to this episode. There's going to be people that want to hear our takes on the Miggy Cab situation. Oh, my God. There's going to be some Yankee fans that want us to be pissed off we lost today. Jim, my last request, and you know this more than anyone, there's two things you know. I'm always trying to make jokes. Always joking. Number two, you get what you ask for. I got what I asked for in a way. <clears throat> I asked if the Yankees are going to have punty days or or do things like that. Do it after you've won a series and, like, earn your rest getaway day. Um, unfortunately, you know, shut out again. I hate that, but, like, I think we'll talk about a little bit, probably more than we normally would. Hitting is down across baseball, so it is what it is. The Yankees won a road series against the Tigers team that's better. First game was an ugly win. At this point, I'm just... I'm going to breathe in, exhale. It was a road trip. I'm still, I'm more mad. How about this? I'm more mad we didn't win at least one more game in Baltimore than losing today. Like, I'm, I'm over it. We're going home. Let's start figuring it out at the stadium. Yeah, there, it's, I'm definitely, I feel better than I did after the Baltimore series when I was the most down and out and miserable. Uh, and there's a reason for that. Uh, they won the series, one. Two, I got what I asked for, man. Right. I, and it didn't help them at all in these three games. 
But I think if they continue to do so, it will. Could help. And that. it could. So if anyone doesn't know what I'm talking about, in these three games, the first, the leadoff, two-hole, three-hole, yeah. cleanup, and five-hole hitter were the same all three games in a row. First time they did that all season. They definitely like Hicks right now in a leadoff spot. Um, and then they found their their balance the rest of the way. And hopefully they stick. And those guys, to get them going and into a rhythm, they just let them show up and be in those spots. Now, there's a lot of factors going into offense. One, offense has been bad for a little bit now as a collective. Like, you know, and there's some guys really struggling, obviously. But as a collective, the Yankees' offense has been bad for about 200 80 games or whatever you want. What's what's 162 plus 60? BBD. 242? 222. 222, obviously. Plus, how many games have they played so far? Nobody knows. All right. They're 7 and 6. That's 13. So 235? Yep. Offense has been bad collectively for 235 games. And that's still a problem. Right. Individually, you got some people hitting well, and then you got some people hitting awful. But even Hicks, who's hitting well, can't get a hit with runners in scoring position to save his life. So it's just collectively the offense is bad. But offense is also down across the league. So I have a lot of mixed feelings on, on it. And I am, for my own sanity probably, Jake, I'm just latching on to some of the better things from a, a Series 1 on the road. Yeah, Jim. And I mean, man, I, I'm going to... I'm going to chop that up. I'm going to knock 2020 out. Um, that was just a weird year. Um, and, like, Stanton was out. The Yankees actually finished first in the AL and OPS that year and first in on base. So, like. Well, yeah, but, but that again, that's not. Right. That's but That's not indicative. They had players that were good last year. They too. had a full last year. And what this year felt like were identical. Like, 2020 is its own alien year for a lot of different reasons. And, by the way. Go click on the Yankees baseball reference from 2020 because they changed everyone's uniforms. So it's like Clint in the Cubs hat, Voight in the Padres. It's just funky to look at. Jay Happ in a Cardinals hat. Um, but yeah, man, I, I mean, the offense isn't there. And hey, as we relive game one, which again feels so long ago, and uh, talk about offense and Garrett, who will be a big conversation. Um, hey, there's there's a lot to not like. The Yankees are seven and six. The Blue Jays are eight and five. The Rays are seven and six. The Red Sox are six and seven. Like it's early in the baseball season, and we're starting to see some of the fluctuations. Like, hey, you won't. There wasn't a tougher show on Isaiah Kiner Falefa than us. And guess what? That dude deserves some love. Sharp defense, uh, and he was hitting a lot. Like good, like good. As we're starting to feel out who he is as a player. Um, you know, maybe if does he run hot and cold? Uh, we'll see what else it looks like. Maybe he's falling into some. Maybe he's not. Um, but yeah, we're. I mean, we're starting to really feel some of the ebbs and flow of the baseball season. And it, yeah, I'm. Detroit is a solid baseball team. Like they're they're gonna probably land around 500 this year. I know you know, it's not crazy impressive, but they're not a bad ball club. Um. To walk away with two out of three on the road there, like, let's tip our hats. We'll address what we can. The pitching continues to be phenomenal, and uh, we'll go from there. 
go from there. You know? I'm really searching for uh, trying to find stats to give to the people on the ball this year. Ball stats? Ball stats? Um, I obviously don't have the time to do it or the knowledge. I'm, I'm at Dr. Meredith Will's page. Ooh. But I do think, because they, MLB said they're using the deader ball. Yes. I mean, they, they tried to last year, but the, the, the batches got mixed, and we had half games with the dead ball, half game with the live ball. And they said that this year they're going, they're not the juice ball, and they're going to the dead ball. And I just from reading other fans' tweets and stuff, it seems like that's not that's league wide. Uh, but I, I don't have any stats or anything on that. So, I mean, it seems like a pretty simple formula, right? I mean, everyone everyone points to the weather early in the year, which is kind of funny, and I think there's a little data for that. Uh, but hey, pitchers are crazy advanced now. Crazy advanced now, and yeah, there, there's two seasons in recent history with juiced up baseball. So the, there's a formula there that that makes sense pretty quickly. I think I found some some of the stats um, on ho- home runs on balls in play percentage or balls in the air percentage. 2017, it was 4.5 percent. 2020, 2019, rather, the like the juice ball year jumped up to 5.2%, uh, and it's 3.9% this April. Those are all April numbers specific. Oh, April numbers only. Yes. Sorry. So, it's down so it's, across the league. From the, from juice ball year, it's down 1.3 full percent. Okay. Something to note, I guess. Some balls, uh, some balls shifts, pitchers are good. Yeah. Short spring training? I don't know. Say it, another thing that's a factor. Heart? Hair? Two Yankees got the uh, vaccine. Yeah. So they were weaker if it affected them. Sure. I'm a... Humidors this year. Humidors this year? Another H word? I think Judge got it, and that's why he said the Baltimore series. I, uh... There's a little piece of me that think thinks it was a lie that Heyman got and the Yankees are going to go to Toronto still and there's going to be two guys that are like, oh, they got banged up and they're not going to play in Toronto. <laughs> I mean, be judge. Could be him, could be someone else. We'll see. Well, that'd be bizarre um, and bad. Hopefully that doesn't happen. I don't like that premonition by you. I didn't, it was not a premonition. I'd like you to take back the P word. What is it then? A guess? Yeah, it's just Heyman. It's a weird thing. It was a weird tweet. Okay. We'll see. Boone said it as well. Right. Yeah. All right. You want to get into the burns? I think so. First burn brought to everyone by Muggsy Jeans. Mm-hmm. Have we done a Muggsy Jeans ad on Talking Yanks? Last week. Oh, okay. Because it's uh, sincere. Yeah. I'm wearing them right now. Today, I had a morning off, per se, so I slept in till 7.45, huge, awesome, and then I didn't have to do the pregame show until whenever, uh, and I had an open schedule, and I took my, I think, like a, a, a five pairs, four pairs of Muggsy jeans, because they sent us some for the ads, and I got them to the tailor to get them hemmed, because I have like four pairs, and I only wear one right now, because I need them hemmed, because I'm short. And that is just to let you guys know that I only wear Muggsy jeans. They feel like sweatpants. Tried to put real jeans on the other day or other jeans, and it's just like crusty and heavy. So I am a Muggsy jean enthusiast. 
And that's as honest as I can be with you. If you want to check them out, go to Muggsy.com. Pick up a pair of the most comfortable jeans I've ever worn. That's Muggsy.com for 10% off your entire order using promo code YANKS. Free your balls with the most comfortable jeans on the planet at Muggsy.com. Use promo code YANKS for 10% off your entire order. Muggsy. In his Muggsies. In my Muggsy. All right. Let's burn game one. Jesus, I don't want to, but let's do it. And here he goes. Burn, Dickie, burn! Nothing like an April trip to beautiful Detroit, Michigan to play three versus the Tigers. Tyler Alexander Hamilton, he takes his shot versus New York as Garrett J. Cole tries to work out his early season struggles. Top one bases, Hucks for the struggling Yankees offense. Donaldson with the drive, it is high, it's very high. It drops between the pitcher and the catcher, a two-run scoring error. We will take it, the nobility. From Aaron Hicks, he sacrifices himself for the team. It's 3-0 pinstripes, but bottom two, Garrett Cole with more walks than Good Weather Day at the 55-plus community. Four walks and two earned runs lead to him getting pulled. Luckily, Clark makes sure he doesn't completely schmidt the bed. 3.1 shut piece as the Yankees' bullpen continues to dazzle. Mm. Top nine, DJ26. Shows incredible fortitude with his RBI single for what would be the final score. Four to two. Garrett to Clark to Wandy to Clay to Castro to Chapman. Yanks take game one in Detroit. Way to go, Jake. Way to go. Okay. Way to go, the Yanks. Way to go. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, man. They won because of uh windblown ball. Actually dropped it to the pitcher's glove. Yes. But he just didn't squeeze it because he didn't know that was happening. Right. Um, I think there's some awards that are going to be given out, so I don't want to talk about those in in this part portion of the episode. Um, I don't know. Do you have anything? Do you have any pitching decisions here? They bring Chapman back in. Uh, he locks it down. Um, I don't think that's a decision. Obviously, he's still the closer right now, so you're going to use him. Um, quick inning from him, nine pitches, one strikeout. Um, yeah, I Castro gets the eighth, Holmes I, the seventh with uh, Laza and Chad like not available. I think understand some of the mixed emotions because obviously those first two runs scoring on you know basically a major league little league play. Um, but you know like Hicks getting a sack fly like you know sack fly is underrated. Ask our guy Joe's about it. Uh, DJ getting another run in the ninth like those are two. Nice things. Like, if your offense has a tax on an insurance run, I mean, that's always good because that probably means you're winning. Um, and if you get a sack fly, that means you had a piece of situational hitting, which, you know, we're, we are critical on, on our team when they don't do that. So uh, there's some of that. And then, yeah, man, it's, again, like you reference, we'll probably talk about it later, everything outside of our $300 million ace being bad was kind of fun. I mean, obviously the hitting's still slow, but 
Yeah, only six. One for 13 oh. runners in scoring position. <laughs> yeah, the offense was pretty brutal this I game. Guess, I guess I just expect that at this point. Which I is, mean, uh, offense was pretty brutal up against Tyler Alexander for one, Ronnie Garcia, Will Vest, Willie Peralta, Jacob Barnes, Alex Lang, Michael Fulmer, Joe Jimenez. Like, gauntlet of guys. It's tough to do that in baseball anymore. Like, these guys... I think back in the day, if you said we saw eight guys out of Detroit's bullpen, you'd say, like, oh, my God. But, like, Will Vest actually looked pretty gross. Peralta. Um, it still stands, but bullpen days across any team in baseball aren't what they used to be, you know? I, I get it, but none of them knew their, you know, it was their pitcher came out, then their next pitcher got injured. So, like, Yankees bullpen did the same thing, but the offense is still very bad here. Yeah, I, and I mean that's that's kind of the theme. So it's 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 how much do we want to harp on that? Uh, IKF with a good day, two yep. hits, two swipes. It was the first time someone did that since Cameron Maben. Is that what they said on the broadcast? Maybe. I, I think they said that. Um, and um, and Hicks stole as well, which led to the run, the insurance run at the end. Rizzo stolen base. Might hear more Rizzo's about that. Awesome. Yeah, uh, one for thirteen with. Uh, Runners in score position, 11 men left on base. Two-out RBI, is that always in this little area were, of the baseball reference? I don't know. Like? That looks new. The that way it's written new. out looks new, too. Two out. They are now tracking two-out RBIs. Good. DJ LeMay, you had one. So, yeah, 0 for 12 until DJ with the insurance one. So. Damn. But, yeah, it's just uh, the current offensive bar is set pretty low. I mean, if this was talking Tigers, 0 for 6 with runners in scoring position. Bad defense from them. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go to game two, which is a little better and probably the more fun one. Shall we? Shall we? Can you remind us what happened in game two of this series, Jake, please? How about a little 2017 AL East pitching matchup? Erod at his new digs in Comerica versus Yankees ace, Luis Severino, as they try to win game two and the series. Bottom two. Victor Cruz Reyes. Whoa, talking Giants. Big week coming up. Check him out. RBI single for the Tigers. Outfielder makes it 1 0. Here comes the judge. Little double. Anthony Rizzo chops home Higgy on the ground out. It's 2 1 Yanks. Make it 3 1 0. Tony Meatballs with his fourth on the year. Sevy was battling. Five innings pitch, seven hits. But only one earned run. It's not easy being green. Chad Pro, he gives up two to lock it up at threes. But Yankees go alphabet soup to take the lead. S-S-I-K-F-R-B-I. DJ like an annoying salesman back-to-back games with the insurance run. Pitching goes heavy to the greasers. Chad, Johnny, Clay, Chappie. Yanks win. Five to three, fine. The greasers are back. Hey, Chad, Johnny, Clay, Chappie. Wow. I think Clay felt borderline last year, but Clay, I think we all agreed. There's a greaser named Clay. Yeah, Clay plays. Yeah. Clay. There can also Clay can go a lot of different ways. It's a versatile name. Yeah. Because the fifties really twisted it up Ooh. a little bit, you know? It twisted up the whole thing. A lot of Clay Juniors and Clay Seniors. Fifties to 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 seventies, different guys. Play. Just different guys. Clayton. Play. So in this game, yeah. Um, Gallo sits because they sat 
Glaber game one, Gallo sat game two. He doesn't get the pinch hit. Um, Donaldson DHs. Sevy pitches. I don't. Are you going to talk about Sevy later? I may. I don't know. I haven't decided. I'm not sure. I don't know. I All right. Decided. Not sure. He doesn't know. I don't know. Judge plays center field over Hicks, who plays left field. We talked about that on the pregame right. show twice now. We've never had that conversation on an actual show. It's it's of note for me. It's of note, but Joey Gallo does come in as a defensive replacement replacement late in this game. He plays left, Hicks in center, Judge in right. So I think that shows they still believe that's their best defensive outfield. Yes, which just blows my mind. If it was was Gardner, Mm. does Judge play center over him? And I think so. Judge just can't play left? Like, I don't... I mean, Judge probably played center with Gardner and left, no? Maybe. I guess so. I don't know. I just... I, I get why it seems weird. Because you're right. They just Aaron Judge doesn't play left field. Yeah, we, don't know we, did, we didn't. We didn't know that. We don't know if it's him or the Yankees or what. But Aaron Judge doesn't play they, left field. They just don't want to do it. He, so like usually it's you're a corner outfielder. He's not. He's a right fielder and a center fielder. He doesn't play left. He doesn't play out there. He doesn't play out there um, yet. But probably not. Yeah. Yet. Um. Yeah. Some scary stuff. Um. Chad ties it. Um. But then the rest, then um, Laza and, and Clay looked great. And Chappie comes in again. He doesn't look as sharp, but the defense helps him out, and he gets gets out of it. So you also have the fielder's choice to take the lead in the eighth inning. I guess it's a good game. So, I mean, I really like this game. I guess I could talk about it now because the offense can't hit homers, and homers are down across the league. Right. And I said it on my postgame recap. This game doesn't happen last year. This was the first game where I felt like, okay, the new personnel won us a game in a different way that we could not have done last year. I, I truly believe it, and I and I, this isn't an every-game strategy. I'm still worried about the offense that need to hit home runs. Yeah. But to be able to do this on nights when you can't, and the Tigers couldn't field a single ball, and the Bronx Bombers become the Bronx Bunters, was nice because his Voigt, Laying down a bunt? Is Gary laying yeah, down a bunt? Can't. Is Geo laying down a bunt? Are they tried once or twice, but no. Are they stealing or or going in motion or putting putting action out there? No. So it was um this was the first display of the new the new guys changing that dynamic. Also, DJ is back right now and he's a bat to ball guy. Rizzo is just a high IQ player. It'll take the extra base. Kiner, another two hits for him. And then you had the Tilo uh, get second on the bunt by Glaber. And you had other bunts and stuff. And it was just like, all right, they manufactured runs here. And by the way, it deserves to be say all of that is right. And you're right. I mean, Glaber bunting, everyone bunting. Uh, you know, Tilo on pinch running, we, we, we like that. Uh, you know, Rizzo, who I think is going to get more love this episode, Rizzo had the only home run this whole series, both sides. So, like, yes, the Yankees had a, a new formula that they executed, some good some good hitting by them, another two-hit game from IKF. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, shout-out Rizzo with a double and a homer. I mean, literally compared to anybody else on the field this series, he had a lot more pop than anyone. Um, but, yeah, no, I I think the, the phrase I said to you guys and you guys said it back, the Yankees won this game. Like, uh, game one of this series, <laughs> the pop-up, I mean, 
the Yankees got to win. Game two of this series, the Yankees won. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, and, and that felt good. And Seve, let's be honest, Seve battled. I mean, seven hits in five innings. Um, that's kind of nuts in today's baseball. But he, f- he was fun, man. His emotion, his energy, like, um, so yeah. Clay yeah. Holmes, dude. What the hell? He's awesome. A horse. See his legs? I think he went tighter pair of pants. Maybe just started eating more yogurt. Like, it's not canely, but you're like, you're a six It's fi- not canely. I think we all agreed it's not canely. It's not canely. He's a 6'5", 250 guy that was wearing tight pants. And it wasn't bad, you know? Interesting. Interesting. What about his teeth? Uh, it's a nice smile, right? Tighter than these pants from last year? Let's see. Yes, I think so. Okay. And you don't think... you Because there's he, a little ripple in the You like think he knee. went down a pant size or he went up a leg size? I think he went up a leg size. I think he's a worker. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Because that's what we heard. He loves all the analytical and the lab stuff. So I think he's like, okay, I, I will get stronger. I will do what Matt Blyke says to do. And I will pitch better. And it's been happening. Matt Blyke. He liked a tweet of mine yesterday. I didn't know. Hello. I didn't know we were we were doing that. Matt Blyke. Matt Blyke. Matt Blyke. All right. I think there's a Blake Matt out there. Yes. I think there's a Blake Matthew. But Matt. Like, is the last name M-A-T-T a last name? Probably. Probably, right? A lot of names. Wilder things have happened. Do you, you know? really think so? Um. Hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna lock that in. Lock hey, let's in. go to game three. Okay. That I predicted would be the shortest game of the season. Yeah, you might be right. And I got it right. Maybe. Maybe. Plaque worthy if it stands. Oh wait, wait, wait. I'm at shortest game of the season so far. I didn't say it was the shortest game of the season the whole time. Oh. Then, then right. Yeah, I would not. not I thought you were putting the chips in. No, 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 no. Because that would have been pinned. That would have okay. been bald. No, no. I just meant it's going to be the shortest game we've seen so far. Okay. I got it right. Okay. Then you yeah. got it right. But yeah, it's not, not a plaque. Word, you had it? a chance. To I never wanted a plaque. You wanted a plaque. Not Yankees for- are naked with their broomsticks as the full Monty tries to complete the sweep versus the Tigers with Big Mike Pineda trying to protect their blind side. This game was gross, man, especially when Robbie's RBI double was the only scoring through the first seven innings. one nothing Tigers. Whoa, oh my God, controversy, controversy. They walk Miggy Cabs instead of giving him a chance at his 3,000th hit. And it doesn't matter because Austin Meadows still being a pest against the Yankees. A two RBI double? Bloop. Three nothing Tigers. It would stay that way. The Yankees stopped doing their offensive stuff fully. Day game Yanks. They lose three nothing, but they still take the series two to three. They don't win on getaway day. That's the Yankee way. They don't win day games in nine innings. Jimmy's got stats sometimes. Yeah, that was just Sundays. I bet if I did 
series Working enders. Working the week, you're still fine. Yeah. We'll get that tweet will come out at a later date. That tweet will come out at a later date. Yeah, man. Uh, I don't know. I like fully expected this game to to kind of be w- exactly what it was. So right. it was exactly what it was. I thought they would win, but I thought they would win like two to one. They kind of had it set up. Top eight bases loaded. Yeah, Judge gets completely pitched around to bring Rizzo to the plate, and I, he's just trying to put the ball in play there and force the issue, which worked for him the game before. Right. Uh, they get the easy out. Nice play by Soto. Not an amazing play, not a highlight play, but you see pitchers mess up that play. You can mess up that play. Um, and then Stan with the first pitch, ground out to first. So that was kind of the game. Hicks struggling with scoring, runners in scoring position, as is the whole entire team. Um, but Monty looked good. I think we may have learned Castro might not be two inning guy. Maybe like Batances. Yeah, and it didn't seem necessary. If we're talking about like decisions, it didn't seem necessary to do that. Completely agree. And I, you know, I'd I'd have to check his history, but seems like Exhibit A for one inning guy. Yes, like he's got control issues already. He gets you through the one, and he's so down on the chart, right? That I I don't think I would have went to him a second inning. And then he loads the bases. They bring in Litke. They get the soft contact. Turn the nice double play. That was a good play. And then the the righty comes up. One of the best righties in the history of the baseball. Guy's got 2,999 hits. Yeah. Yanks say, no thanks. Good on that. We're trying to win the game here. There's a lefty up next. And we have a lefty on the bump. Take first, Miggy. Mm. Smart baseball move. Um, if if three thousand hits wasn't on the line, it's and they don't do this, people would say you're the you're dumb, right? Like, come on, guys, you're dumb. Try try to win the game, especially because Mickey killed him by putting the ball in play. Yeah, the series. So, uh, yeah, awesome move. I love that they booed that too. Detroit fans paid to see three thousand hits, so they boo their butts off. Everyone was right. It's Everyone, one of these weird things that uh, in today's society between the internet or whatever it is, like everyone can't be right. Everyone's right. The Yankees should have walked Mickey Cabs with Licky out there and first base open with a lefty on deck. Tigers fans, I would have been booing my dome off, man. And that's not a phrase I've ever said. You kind of you kind of you've been on a, a booing my dome off. Face. If I had paid a ticket to go watch that game, a day game in Detroit, probably skipping work, and that's fine, to see Miggy Cab's 3,000th hit, and that gets taken from you in, like, the coolest situation of the game. Like, runners on, like, tight 1-0 game, the momentum's going back and forth a little bit. Yeah, I would, I would boot my gourd off, and I don't like saying that. Gourd or dome? What? Either way, it's off. Same letters. Yeah, so um, then the Yanks lose. They can't hit it all. Can I ask you a question? Serious question. This is a serious question? Yeah. Fuck. It's tough for me, so I'll make it a joke. No, I want the serious version. Okay. Hold on, Castro- hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, I got to get in the mode okay. here. Please. Getting in the mold here. Yeah. Oof. Okay. I'm ready for your question. You're ready now. You're going to keep the rain going. Building an atmosphere here. Would you rather Miguel Castro comes out for... These are your only two options. Miguel Castro comes out for a second inning. 
or Marinaccio pitches the second inning. Sounds like a rainy day hit and run. Yeah, it was. Castro. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Now, in that situation, maybe not after after this. Right. Actually, I'd still give it one more try. Castro second inning over Marinaccio. Okay. Yeah. Because I, I guess the only other way I could spin that is that if the Yankees really wanted, you have Licky, you have Licky just start the eighth, and then if you get through that, you're home. But Reyes Grossman scope, I don't know. I also don't know. Yeah. Didn't seem necessary. Yeah, I guess if, if you're if you're gonna bring Licky in later that inning, then just bring him in. Start him that inning. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm also not like incredibly hot about it. But I We're still discovering things. We're still discovering Had Miguel Castro gone too shutty, we'd been like, How about Miguel Castro? Yeah, I just I, I don't want it to burn us again. Right. Yeah. Like, eventually, back in 2018, we were screaming, like, dude, Dallin is a one-inning guy. Yeah. Please. And it took them half a season. It was Boone's first season, I think. And, and it took them so long to figure that out. And that's, a th- like, I, I'm not necessarily one and done, but, you know, if Miguel Castro comes in a a two-run sixth inning against Baltimore this year and he pitches two innings, I'll say, cool. Keep that option stretched out for when you need to save an inning. But if you get burnt by it again, that's kind of like this guy's been a one-inning reliever, I'd say, most of his career. I'd have to look up the numbers. You'd have to look it up. I'd have to look up the numbers. I believe that the first inning he pitched was a nine-pitch inning, so take the time to try it. Any thoughts on the lineup here? Like they kept the one through five the same. Well, we should probably have the Donaldson conversation because that. Yeah, I was going to save it for an award because there's so much info if around you it. Save it for an award. That's fine. Yeah, because okay, because then I then I got to think of another award, kind of. Then maybe the other thing here is that Glaber sits um, twice, twice. Um, Marwin gets the start, and it's something that I very much believe in baseball. If you're going to have a bench player, like kind of the minimum requirement is that guy's got to get a start. Like, every other week. Like, that's minimum. Like, if you're going to be on the bench and you want a guy to actually, like, be attuned with your team, you kind of have to do that. So, I would have considered um, doing DJ at third and Glaber at second to try to... I'd rather find out if we can spark Glaber in any way than get Marwin... His kind of, you're a bench guy, you get a start. But at the end of the day, it's not like Glaber had earned it. So at the end of the day, I just shrug and like, all right, Marwin looked fine on defense, and I don't expect anything else from him, really. Well, Glaber's best attribute right now is a push bunt, so. Yeah. And, and the worst part about that is that's how Glaber feels. Yeah. Like right now, he's, it seems like coming to the plate, oh. hoping a bunt is all he has to do. Because he's like, I can at least do that. We got potential for a couple late sparks. Gallo, Donaldson, and Glaber. Now, are you upset they pinch hit Donaldson and, and the rest in this game? Like, the same sentiment? Because mm-hmm. I kind of go for, like, that's for the top five guys for me. Now, Donaldson's a different question, and I'm getting to it. 
in the awards. He's going to get to it in awards, people. Stay turned. Stay turned. Always stay turned. I think we're good. I'm fine with it. You want to go to Pride? Man, the offensive box scores from this series are atrocious. Yeah. <laughs> atrocious. I think we go to Rouge. Okay. Let's pivot to awards, which are brought to you by Cushy Dreams. Stress, anxiety, sleeping problems, trouble quieting your mind. These are common problems. I have the trouble quieting your mind. I've seen that. Really bad. You believe that. But they don't have to be so bad thanks to Cushy Dreams. Cushy Dreams specializes in high-quality legal cannabis, smokable CBD, and smokable Delta 8 THC. You know brick-and-mortar weed just opened up in New Jersey today? Pretty cool. CBD has been shown to help with anxiety, depression, inflammation, and pain relief without the high. And Delta 8 is similar, but with some added euphoria. Whether you want to smoke beautiful bud or pre-rolls, Cushy Dream as you covered. Their popular pre-roll joints are rolled in organic hemp paper and feature an even slow burn. An even slow burn. Flowers available in one-eighth ounce, one-eighth ounce nitrogen-sealed cans and now humidity-controlled half-ounce and full-ounce Mylar bags. They offer both indica and sativa, and April is when baseball starts, and it's also 420. That was yesterday, so this month let's celebrate, and you get 25% off your next order with promo code YANKS. K-U-S-H-Y dreams.com. 25% off your next order at checkout if you use promo code YANKS. Smoke your CBD and Delta 8 with promo code YANKS and get 25% off today. Awards. Cush dreams. Awards. Jake, you get to go first. Really? Yeah, you're heathen. Are we doing Pride of the Yankees? It is the first. I feel award. like that's the first thing we do. The fir- No, the first award that we give out usually is... Pride of the Yankees. Pride of the Yankees. Pride of the Yankees. Dude, I am so happy. You have someone you like. I thought I was second. No, dude. And I get it now because of the heathen stuff. Oh, don't be so hard on yourself. I take it back. Gone. Jimmy. You know I've been letting my freak flag fly lately. The Italian flag. Anthony Rizzo, there's, we've been joking around here, there's a, what was it, an old Lou Gehrig clip, hmm. or is a ball player's ball we player? We listened to it on Talking Yanks in the offseason yeah, with, with the, Joe's. Was it that spring training episode? It was spring training episode, no, no, it was, uh, we did a whole episode on um, Bill Dickey. Bill Dickey. Yeah. Anthony Rizzo is a ball player's ball player. Um. Jim, it's one of those things that if you're a true baseball fan and you're talking to someone that's not a baseball fan, you could come off sounding like such an asshole. Because the little things that Anthony Rizzo does are so, so beautiful. Whether you want to start with the hit by pitch and just his willingness to take that and run like he never felt it to first base, the defense at first base, the picks, the footwork, it's, it's a level of artistry. Running the bases. Anthony Rizzo is not fast. He runs the bases well. Slash, he runs the bases aggressively, which you have to respect. And in his time with the Yankees, we heard from Cubs fans that it was kind of over-aggressive at times. Well, they said he was fast. And it's like he's, he's still not fast. He's just smart. We haven't, we haven't been 
burnt by it at all. Um, Minimal. I was trying to think when, who was the last, like, have the Yankees had the, a smart baseball player, the aged veteran that would take a stolen base if the pitcher was sleeping? I mean, you're going to hate this answer, but Posada would do it like three times a year. I love that answer. Uh, Posada's just the craziest MF on the bases ever and one of the worst base runners I've ever seen. But no, that's a great example. Yeah. Like Albert Pujols, who do you got, Beeps? I feel like I can picture Headley doing it. Oh, he might have mixed a couple. Don't in. get me emotional. Um, the point is, Albert Pujols just went on a 13 straight stolen base streak because he's so old and slow that they didn't keep an eye on him that if you're a smart baseball player, you can steal a bag. Anthony Rizzo stole two bags this series? Yeah. Who's faster, Stanton or Rizzo? Rizzo. You think so? The way they run. Straight sprint? I like, mean, but Stan, but Stan in the outfield Stan can still run. But he doesn't do that. But that's kind of the point, and that's kind of what I want to say about Rizzo and why it's all so beautiful. Everything he does on a baseball field, contact hitting, power hitting, base running, defense, it's all just a beautiful, beautiful brand of baseball that, like, I am starting to fully believe when Rizzo came over and he dominated that Marlins series and we're like, dude, this guy... He just won us. Did he win win us three games? Basically Did we sweep the Marlins? Yeah. I think we swept that series, yeah. And then he got COVID. And, I mean, talk to anyone you know that had it. Like, the effects of that that wear you out and make you tired and everything. I was and, tired when I got COVID. And, you know, some people lose taste for months and stuff. Like, there's some weird stuff. Who I knows? got my taste back. Anthony Rizzo looks incredible. And some of the weird stuff from last year, I think we can now chalk up, was weird. Like the defense. Anthony Rizzo's not going to keep a one-dot OPS the whole season. But, man, he is incredible. I think there's some leadership stuff that the Yankees clubhouse needed that he can provide. If you can't tell, I've fully drank the Italian Kool-Aid. Well, I'm, I'm with you. I, I just don't think we've had a high IQ player that is looking to always do more. Take advantage. Like, we've had, like, okay, so here's a here's an example, and I don't mean to throw Hicks under the bus. Hicks has, at the end of last year, the start of last year, and this year, been, like, hustling and wanting to do more yeah. and want to run and, and take the extra bag, but he gets thrown out because right, he just doesn't choose the right times, and he's just not amazing at it um judge plays a very conservative brand of baseball because he's been injured and he, he told everyone that he's gonna kind of like take care of himself so he can play all season and it's someone makes sense he's six seven he's a giant and he plays the outfield uh and i think the yankees and i know the yankees have said like don't get hurt running the bases on us and I thought you might say, for the stolen base example, you can almost say Judge. Like, Judge, quote-unquote, picks his spots. Yes. But that's, yeah. Judge is fast. Right, but he, he strategically picks yeah, yeah, his yeah, spots yeah. for everything you just mentioned. Yes. But we haven't had, like, a high IQ guy like Rizzo. I mean, I can't. You got to go back to, to Jeter. Damon was pretty high IQ player. As far as, like, lineup. But those guys also had speed. But just, like... Like it was going just off the spots. game. The game moves slower in their head than the than other people on the field. Yeah. 
Yeah, when he when he came over, we mentioned it. Like Cubs fans, I feel like they gave us a scouting report. Like, yeah, once a month you get burned by it a little. It is worth it for everything else. Like, you had the running into a ball in Baltimore, and it was like, it was yeah. in front of you. You got a little aggressive there, is and he, I think he got thrown out of the plate once this year already by a decent margin. Right. It's like, it's like, yeah, you get one of those every now and then. Well worth it for all the other times. He yeah. just picks his spot perfectly. And by the way, I mean, there's there's some people that are listening to this and maybe think. Jimmy throwing the J word out there is a little blasphemous cheater. But how do you think Chicago Cubs fans talk about Anthony Rizzo? Well, I was just, <laughs> like, I was just talking about someone who's, who's a, a, a high IQ guy. I know, I'm but like... Comparing him to Jeter's entire... But it's the emotion and it's the feeling a little bit of someone that does play the game so right that... And by the way, you know, he got the Cubs fans, the whole curse lifted and stuff like that. Like, they love that guy. So... Uh, I'm starting to fully appreciate it, and I I was hoping I would. Like, that was one of the things coming into this year that was definitely like, uh, hey, we could love, love Anthony Rizzo. Um, And some of the things that were question marks, equidistant to us saying some of the problems with the Yankees we hate because they're the problems from last year, all of the stuff that I needed quelched with Rizzo, completely quelched. He's awesome. Okay, you're in. In. He's your pride of the Yankees. He's my pride. Now you give yours. I give my pride. My pride's easy. I wonder if you had him lined up for a two. I think so. It's Luis Severino. Oh, I did not. Oh. Mine's Luis Severino. Okay. Has he already gotten a pride this year? I don't care, man. After that Cole start. Yeah. And I and 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 I love it more that Sevy didn't have his stuff. And he didn't have control. And the same things that were, you know, as far as we know, we're plaguing Cole. We're plaguing him. He had bases loaded. He was in jams. He didn't go 3-2 change up and and 2-2 curveball and hunt the strikeout. He said, I'm going to fill the zone. And he ball goes in play. Kiner grabs it for an out. Then he gets Tucker to strike out. And later in the game, he comes out, balls are in play, he's getting outs, lets the defense work for him. It's kind of why sometimes I get frustrated with strikeout pitchers. Like, Cole, you had decent enough stuff to let him kind of hit it. Instead, you walked everybody. Right. Because, I mean, I made the video doing calling all of Cole's pitches because that's how obvious, and we've talked about that. So after Cole, I thought it was awesome to see Sevy. First, first Yankee pitcher to get a win. He could have gotten another inning. They pulled him early. Again, he got in jams. He worked out of it. He wasn't sharp. He got through it. He's screaming on the mound. We have a number two right now, or at least he stays healthy and keeps going. I, I'm really feeling good about Seve this year. And that is, like you say, Rizzo's a good feeling on offense where we're clinging on to the, the new and like the different. If Sevy is good throughout the year and stays healthy and can do that and battle, I, I really like it. He, like I said, everything that was frustrating about Cole Star and, and and we don't know really what's going on, obviously, but what was plaguing him, same stuff. Sevy didn't have control, man. He he didn't get any swings and misses. Yeah. And what did he end up with? Five five innings pitch, one earned run. Five innings pitch, one earned run, seven hits. Like he was. The defense bailed him out that one inning. Uh, Stan throws him out at third, and then yeah. the the base runner. The base runner. Take it. Take it over four walks in a row. Yeah. No, it's uh, it's straight battling. I I say it 
too much. It drives our audio folks, our, our people that edit Blitzball nuts because I, I say it so much. But it was battling all game. Uh, and, yeah, man, it's uh, his energy is just so different. Um, you know, the big yells, and he has that final inning where he looks great, and he asks for one more. It's like everything. That's everything you want from your guy. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, it kind of it sucked for a little bit that they don't give him the one more, and then Chad gets hit. Tough timing there for everyone. But, uh, yeah, man, I mean, kind of what you're saying, like, this wasn't a clean start from Seve, and we no. get five innings, one earned run. So there's exactly. going to be... Exactly. That's my point. Uh, on the horizon, there's going to be Severino seven innings pitch, 12K days, and that's pretty exciting And, stuff. like, that's that's check it off the list. Okay, can Seve deal? We've seen him deal. He was really good against the Blue Jays. Can he pitch? Right. Yes, he pitched this game. It's kind of the David Cohn. Like mm-hmm. David Cohn says it on the broadcast. There's... There's like three games a year. You have your best stuff and you feel incredible. There's three days a year you got nothing. And then everything else in between. And, you know, for Seve, I mean, I guess we'll find out as we go. But I think we could look back at this and, you know, for if Seve pitches 30 starts this year, I feel like pure stuff-wise and how he feels, this could be like a bottom 10 start for him. And he still got through five innings, one earned run. Exactly. Ed Zachary. We always bring him into this shit. Sorry. All right. Now for the less fun conversations. You Yankee motherfucker. You get to go first. And this is interesting. This is interesting, isn't it, dude? My Yankee MFR. Hmm. How do I how do I want to wiggle through this? I mean, I got on, Jim? I got three in my head. There's a couple. There sure are a couple. I got one that's a definite. The other two, like, I don't think. So, there's one guy, if you don't say him, I'm, my hands are tied and I have to. Right. I and think I have my guy. There's two others that... I think I have my guy, and unfortunately for him, it's because he hasn't been the ire of everyone's MFers at home. I'm going Stan. He was one of the three I had. I'm going Stan. Uh, Stan is in a little bit of Funkaroo right now. He is, when you include today's game, uh, so he was 0 for 4 today. Who's a math guy here? So 12 uh, plus me. 5 is 18. So I think he's 1 for his last 18. I think if you go into the Baltimore game before that, you can make it like a 1 for 20, something like that. Uh, um, he, had, he had a hit in the middle Baltimore game, if that's the question. Right, right, right. Um that's the hit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, you yeah, know, three hits before that one. We, uh, Stan runs hot and cold. We know this. We've seen it. We're fine with it. Like, we're, again, you, you've heard all of us saying you should like Giancarlo Stan. I think it's one for 20 now. I think that's as far as you can get with it. Um, and Jimmy, I, it kind of what made me go over the top with it, like you said, in that eighth inning. Uh, Judge gets straight pitched around, mm-hmm. which was kind of like, okay, you know, we'd rather go Rizzo than Judge. It ends up working out for them there. And then after you get Rizzo, Stanton has low-key been a been a black hole. His batting average is down to 216. His OPS is 579. He's just gotten covered up by some of the other guys that are getting big-time MF'd, rightfully so, um, by a lot of Yankee fans. So I'm, I'm going Big G, man. Okay. Big G it is. 
He was on my list. No walks either. This yeah, series. I said on the pregame show, it's really weird. It, did he strike out today? I think one. So, yeah, I think he's at 19 strikeouts and one walk, which that's 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 weird for him. That is. You're right. No, I, but I was going to give it to G in, like, a motivational way. Oh, yeah. I mean, G hears me, and he's like... Like, I, I, like, I guess I'll ask it this way. Are you worried about him? No. Okay. No, Stan Streaky, we've seen this. I, I talked about it on today's pregame show. Like, I, I hoped he got a hit or a walk, and that transitioned him into this, the Cleveland series, and we'd say, okay, Giancarlo went 5 for 11. Because mm-hmm. you, you know he just has that in the tank. So, um, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll see. No, and Giancarlo, if he was hearing this, I think he'd, he'd give me a little, like, Push on the chest, it's like shut up. Shut like you're not wrong. Shut up, short stuff. And then he'd go out in Cleveland. He'd go five for eleven, and then he'd give me a real push on the chest. And he's like, "You like that, though, right?" Yeah, I think you would say that. You like that, though, don't you? Who are you going with? Gallo. I mean, yes. that's the must. So I, I have three guys. Stan was iffy. I mean, Gallo's the must. Uh, yeah, Gallo's been bad, man. I mean, yeah. uh, as bad as a Yankee start we've seen ever for a guy to get this many at-bats. Since talking Yanks, this has to be the worst start to a season we've seen an everyday player have ever. Chris Carter was better than this. Jay Bruce last year was better than this. Um, Is there any... I mean, it's the worst first four series... 12 games, very short sample size, but that's what we're talking about. Right. It's what we have. We've ever seen a starter have. I'm like, I, yeah. It's bad. So he got benched, misplayed a ball and left, which led to the first run. Maybe he could have played it better. I don't know. He's supposed to be like lights out. Won the gold glove. Won the gold glove. Um, pressing. Worried about tomorrow. Worried about like. Yeah. The reaction from the crowd he's going to get tomorrow at the stadium on a rowdy Friday night crowd of young drunks. Because it's going to be loud. And it's going to be full of booze. And people will say, how do you boo your own player? It's like, shut up. I hate having this conversation over and over again. Jake thinks they'll give him one at bat. I don't. I think he's going to get booed upon really to the stadium. Oh, yeah. Man. Okay. This is the worst start to a season We've seen in, you know, our last six-year history. Right. Um, so, my whole thing on Gallo, and I I said this in his PPP, I said it all offseason, is players like him do this. Uh, not this bad usually, but they dig such big holes that if the Yankees win 10 of their next 12 games and all the offense starts hitting and Gallo hits as well, but... Everyone's hitting, so it you, he didn't really wasn't a difference maker. Well, it doesn't make up for this. That's what that's what non consistent players and three true outcome where the the outcomes come in the home runs come in bunches. It's almost like you have to have really meaningful home runs to to get out of this hole because there's going to be another hole like this. Not this bad, but that's who he is. Right, or carry carry a team for a little bit, which we don't think this Yankees offense will need, but maybe it happens. Um, yeah, and uh, Jim, the only reason I don't think he's going to get booed his first at-bat 
because um, it's it's not a lack of effort. I mean, think about what Yankee fans like. They like when you care. They like when you try hard, and Joey is doing that, and you're seeing the images of a, on the bench, you know, just in a bad way. So I, I, I think the Yankees crowd is going to have his back tomorrow. If you're going to the game, I, I think you should the first at bat um, and then see what happens from there. But, yeah, man, he's, uh, he's, he's in a bad way right now. Um, he gets the broken broken bat hit to end the series, which you hope is some sort of symbolic BS. <laughs> but uh, no, I mean he's. Uh, I mean you just you just see it right now, and it uh, it stinks. It stinks for him. And yeah, you you know we're starting to get to the point where we're thirteen games in. You know, end of April we'll be at what like plus nine or so. Math guy will be at twenty one games. Yeah, I mean, it's still a tight sample size, but at, at a certain point, depending how the next little bit goes for Joey, um, you know, you, decisions have to be made. Like, if we, get, if we get 30, 35 games into this and things only get incrementally better, you know, uh, this team has goals. And, like, Joey Gallo, at a, at a certain point, he's supposed to be a free agent next year. Like, you each side could be looking at each other come middle of middle of May, late May, saying like, "Hey, maybe maybe the marriage isn't working out." But um, I don't know. I mean, like, I was pretty tough on IKF, and he's he's making me eat some burgers. There's a lot of baseball to still be played, and hopefully, uh, hopefully, Joey can make it feel different. But IKF, see, like he can help when he's hot in so many ways. So it's different, right? Like. He bunted. He steals. He's got two multi-hit games. Right. I don't, like, Gallo doesn't have that. We haven't seen it. Haven't seen it. We but, haven't seen it. But even on his Joey Ranger, Gallo could win us two games next series with home runs. We, hard, have, we ha- haven't ha- seen that. Hard for every home run to be meaningful. It's true. I mean, He's, it's very true, but, like, if there's, there's a guy that could do that, it, it would be Joey Gallo. He's supposed to be... Great defense, which we haven't seen, uh, and, and the good base running when he's on base, which in theory he is a lot even when he's cold because he walks. But we just we haven't seen that yet. And, I mean, if you're a pitcher right now, like, you wouldn't walk him. Like, you, you almost can't. So, yeah, I mean, it, it feels awful. He's got his fifth hit of the season today. Yeah. I mean, Nothing, no extra base hits. It's tough. Yeah. What are you thinking? I don't care. <laughs> In his career, he hasn't been a high leverage hits homers when they matter guy. Okay. Like his numbers. You're going high leverage stats? I don't really love higher leverage stats, right. but I've been pouring through some of them and stuff like that, and it's 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 like Swisher. I think we'd kill for Swisher right now. Oh, yeah, because <laughs> Swisher did more than Homer. But if Swisher did homer, is on two zero pitch or three one pitch to a not an all star pitcher. Yeah, there's a lot of players that get fat that way in baseball. Absolutely. Yeah, but usually you get some meaningful ones too. I don't know. I, we'll see. I mean, it, uh, there's nothing to defend right now. Yeah. You know. At, at the same time, maybe a lot of those non high leverage homers, it's still extending leads from 
two to th- two to four. But he can't do and that. At least, yeah, at least you you're know. hitting homers. <laughs> you know, he's not. Yeah, right but, now, we're just yeah. fantasizing but about how many, him. How many people have we yelled at for calling Stanton? To yeah, eight. That used to be a Rod back in the day. But, yeah, but like, Stanton like we, hits two eighty. I I agree. I agree. I'm just right, saying. but I'm. But you can't compare for the, him. For the same reason you're I'm saying not, you don't yeah. normally like I'm, just high leverage. Joey's got to hit some home runs he so we can talk about he's whenever he's hitting. Them. Yeah. Right now he's not hitting any, so I can't. There's nothing there. No, he's not. He's not even getting talking about ghosts. Ghosts. Goats. Um. Regular old awards. I think it's regular. Regular old awards. Regular old awards. Regular old awards. You're up, dog. Okay. I'm up. You think so? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. I'm giving out the put the emotion aside award. Okay. Interested. Put the emotion aside. Garrett. Who? Oh, no. Who? That's <laughs> that's bring the emotion for me. I like it. You see, I get this creepy smile on my face, the hole that Garrett's dug himself into, because boy, <laughs> he better dig himself out. <laughs> Otherwise, it's going to be a long couple days, weeks, months for Garrett. Um, I'm excited for that challenge for him. That's how I'll phrase it. He has dug himself a nice little hole. It's not going to him. It's going to IKF. Okay. Isaiah Kiner-Falefa. I thought he was going to be the other pride. Um, I see the Sevy argument, and I think it ties into the heartstring stuff. Um, but that's why he's saying, put those emotions aside. Give me that pride, baby. I want it. And Sebi, I like long term for the season is like a game changer for me. I still think the kids are coming up for it. I think there's a good chance of that. But IKF, he had a quarter of the Yankees hits this series. Five out of 21. Uh, 455, 500. Uh, no other Yankee hit above 300. Rizzo was at three. Um, the team as a whole hit 208. The defense was solid. Solid. I, if there's a ground ball to short, I feel pretty good about it. The meter's solid there. And, hey, we're finding out who he is as a ball player. Um, I'm interested to see how it develops. Like you just said, I, I think at some point, just because of depth and 40-man stuff, we're going to see the kids. Um, and I still think the Yankees front office wants the kids to beat out IKF. But hey, if IKF can bust out this kind of series once every two, three series, then hell yeah, dude. That's what I'm talking about. And maybe at the end of the day, I look like an arsehole for saying he, he would be the perfect bench guy. Maybe I look like a genius for saying that, if that's the kind of ball player he is. But a great series from him. Two stolen bases, him and Rizzo. I got both the speed guys. Um, a great series from IKF. Really good. And defensively looked better. Uh, they asked him in the post game after yesterday, like, do you feel more comfortable? And he was very admitted to like, yes. Like I, yeah, I had to remind myself who I was and that I wasn't bad. Yeah. And I was 
nervous. So excited for him to come back to the stadium. I think he should get a, a big applause. And then hopefully it's not as daunting or scary and, and he can do it at the stadium as well. Like I think he should get, he should get, if he gets like a first, first at bat, like puts one down the line, he like it's a hit in that first game, hit in the first game. And, and if it's first at bat and this, and then he gets like an eruption or like, yeah, like, you know, real good energy. I think he can carry that, but great series from kind of fluffa. And I, they don't move him up because we just saw that right. he didn't like the pressure. I saw some people in our live chat saying, like, move him up. It's like, no, 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 no. He is self-admitted he put too much pressure on him in the first, like, couple series. So let's leave him down there and let him do the thing from the bottom of the lineup. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Um, when he's going well, that's a valuable thing at the bottom of the lineup. I yeah. still kind of am not interested in that. I, IKF and the catchers, they, they've been flipping it decently since that start to the season. So, like, hey, uh, you know, if if Judgey Stanton were a little more locked in, Hicksie kind of cooled off this series. Um, yeah, that that would be very impactful. So, uh, good for you, dude. And, I you know, as we learn players' personalities, like, you know, we we hear some steam and some smoke and you know i've always wanted to be a yankee what was the best physical i've ever gotten that was that was a step too far there was another one after that if not that, three that was steps also, too far there was another one after that that was funny too i do believe ikf said like he idolized jeter and stuff like i i, I kind of think he did? did and that's like uh imagine him actually taking over the shortstop job at yankee stadium like i <laughs> i bet he was feeling it um, so good for him, man. Uh, we'll, we'll find out more about him, but great series. Great series from him. I'm giving out the Isaiah Berlin award. Sorry, sir. Isaiah Berlin. Thank you. Yeah. That's my bad. I was going to say Sib. Sir Isaiah Berlin. Um, well known Russian, British social and, uh, political social theorist. And political theorist. Yes. I mean, and he his theory, if I'm remembering right, mm-hmm. his social political theories were, um, if I if we eat, we we all eat. Yeah, I I'm, haven't read. I'm it not in basing that. No, you're you're all over it, but I'm not basing off of that theory. Basing off a quote of his. Okay, to understand is to is to perceive patterns. Are you going, Garrett? No. Okay. Who are you going with? Donaldson oh, or the okay. Yankees. Ah. Because I think I stumbled into more stuff. I was really? kind of going Rain Man mode today. And uh, it's very clear now after 13 games. This doesn't happen by mistake, Jake. Josh Donaldson hasn't played two days in the field in a row. Right. That's a pattern. Sure is. He goes third base, DH, third base, bench, third base, DH, third base, DH, third base, off day, third base. Sorry, off day's there. Off day's there, sorry. Oh, he did do two in a row. Okay, but only once. Okay. Two in a row once. And then and then third base and then DH and then bench. Okay. So he's done it once. 
And I wasn't picking up on this. Right. So I tweeted this, which means three things. He's banged up a little, nursing something. They're doing load management with him, like we saw them do with others, but they're just really choosing like him because he's had lower body injuries and has been hurt a lot recently and hasn't had the full Cressy treatment. You know, he's a hero and a god. Oldest Yankee. Um, third, they have 10 players. Right. They have 10 players to fill nine positions, and they literally mapped out the first two weeks. Like, to to not fit the mold of the season or the pitching pitchers they're facing or whatever, because that doesn't happen. Like, that's a rule they have. What was the rule they had with Stan um, last year? He would, if he played right field, I think he sat the next day. No, he could not. He didn't start five days in a row for the first, like, six one. months. Yeah. For the first half of the season last year, they slipped up. They said it in a press conference once, and we were like, what? Boone was like, oh, yeah, well, he's not, it's, it's, uh, he just did five in a row, so he'll get a break. Yeah. Like, what? You have these scripts we don't know about? Like, they have their algorithms? So I was trying to go deeper into some other stuff. So like Stan, DH, right field, DH, DH, right field. And I was like, has Stan never played the field two days in a row? Bench. You nuts. Right field. Then he did it once. So, so far, everyone's been allowed to do it once out of the, like, the guys that they once load, manage. They are so pre- calculated they are not building some aspects of these lineups are not being built by feel i know that that's you obvious know that. but i i didn't know there's like strict rules i always get like what obviously they 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 um and they are doing some things by feel like moving hicks to the leadoff spot that's by feel so donaldson gets this award um because i don't know what's going on like I had so many brainwashed Yankee fans in my replies being like, well, he's old. I'm like, what What does that mean? He can play the field two days in a row. I think you know the answer. I think you just don't like the answer. I think he's banged up. I think they mapped out the first two weeks. Yeah, but For other him, guys are playing. Other guys. Him like Rizzo's and Stanton, old. Yeah, yeah. They were mapped out. And didn't Rizzo DH a day? And you were looking at Rizzo's old game logs. Like, I think they had a Rizzo DH day mapped out early this season. One Rizzo, one Glaber. They're, uh, what's the word? They're a planners or they're, uh, the word TL said, scripted. They're, yeah, they're, they're scripted. a script. Yeah, yeah, I know. But, and I, Donaldson's the oldest on the team. He's the oldest Yankee. And like you said, he's got an injury history. So they script out his start. He's our best third baseman. DJ made incredible plays at third base. Josh Donaldson's a better third baseman than DJ. Austin Meadows, that inc- the incredible play DJ made was on Austin Meadows. Austin Meadows, a 33 speed percentile. I just think it's interesting. I think that when we do guest lineup, we might be able to find more of these. Judge has never played center field in back-to-back days. Right. Stan never plays right field in back-to-back days. Donaldson never plays third base in back-to-back days. I guess I'm a little surprised you're surprised. Um... Yeah, I just, we don't do this. You've never said this on guest lineup. You've never said, well, Donaldson played third yesterday. I don't know, but I know the Yankees think they have a Obviously, plan. Obviously, I feel like yeah. we de depatterned it. And I, I said a lot in, in spring training that pretty much every day Giancarlo plays the outfield, Donaldson will be the DH. 
Like, he, they will be targeting DH days for him. Yeah. It's pretty nuts, he man. He had 30 DH days last year or whatever it was. Down the stretch last year, it was like 35 of the last 55 games or something. He was the DH for the Twins. I guess that's my... More DJ has only played the same position two times in a row once. I think it's all by design. I guess DJ, that's where... about the other people. But yeah. The way your brain works, you care about the pattern... I don't care about the pattern. I just know the Yankees have what they think works. I'm fascinated by the pattern. Yeah, I'm fascinated by it and disappointed in it. I'm not fascinated. I'm the latter. (laughs) Baseball's a game of feel. Well, we always say they're hunting rest. They're not. They've planned out rest for the month of April. I have that as the same sentiment, no? No, hunting rest is going around the clubhouse being like, who needs a day? We can get someone oh, a day. Oh, no, no, no. I have hunting rest as mapping out rest. Now, do you think the players know this? I think they have I no idea. I don't think they know. I don't think the players have any idea. that The front office knows. There's literally, like, a blueprint. Like, when you work at a call center, like, if the caller says this, say this. Like, that's how the lineup's being made. Has, has, has... Has he played third yesterday? Well, he's not playing. Third. Yeah, it's a flow chart. I think at least. Did Judge play center field yesterday? Then your options are this and this. Yeah. It's DH or sit. Did Stanton play right yeah. field yesterday? Your options are DH or sit. Did Donaldson? The Yankees did a spring training 2.0. Their pitchers came in, built up to 65 pitches. Like, they don't view the start of the season as a real start to the season. Honestly, that's what it is. Their goal is to get That's through. how you do spring training. That's how you do spring training. You map out so everyone gets equal stuff and all that. And so they probably had a plan. I think they had a plan up until this Detroit series. I think they now have a secondary plan that gets them through April. And then I think they're willing to look at some of the data and say, what do we need to do? Um, but yeah, they are they are scripted. They believe in that. We've heard that from other teams. I think this will wear off. I do. I do too. That's exactly what I was. Here. I think the pattern will change. But this is extended spring training. It's extended spring training. That's what they did. I mean, they just got more COVID shots. <laughs> Two guys. Now they're good. What? I don't think we know the number for sure, but whoever was left. We assume to. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know where I heard New it. You guys on the team. Well, from spring training. It was, yeah. Judge hasn't had a DH day, right? Um, he had like the one day off in Baltimore. But no, he doesn't have a DH day. Surprising. He has the one day off. It's surprising. Well, they're... I mean, it's been Stanton and Donaldson. Glaber DH'd <laughs> Glaber once. Had one, Rizzo had one. And Rizzo had one. Why did Rizzo have one? I forget the exact day. But. That, feel, that feels off script if we're looking at patterns. I think it's part of their script because Rizzo is one of the older ball players they just signed for three years. Get him off his feet for a day. So they're going up against... Who do they play next? The Guardians? Guardians. Cleveland. In the stadium. They just swept the White Sox. Nice. All right. Um, do you have another award? I do. I do. Um, creativity be damned. Well, I guess it's still half creative, but I, I'm giving out the lab award. 
Uh, seems like you're going to give it to Horse Legs, Clay Holmes. I sure am. Uh, Clay Holmes and the Yankees, there's things that fit. Okay. Clay Holmes and Matt Blake and the Yankees are two puzzle pieces that fit perfectly. We've talked about the sinker and Matt Blake and Matt Blake sinkers and Johnny Laza, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Clay Holmes in his time with the Yankees is now 32 games, 35 innings, 42 strikeouts. He has a 1.54 ERA. We've told you before, reliever ERA doesn't normally matter unless it's <laughs> like really good, and it, there's usually a good chance it matters. His ERA with the Pittsburgh Pirates was 5.57. <laughs> Those are different globes. Those are different stratospheres. Um, I don't know what was going on. There have now been a laundry list of pitchers that have left Pittsburgh and gone on to find a lot more success. Mm-hmm. Whatever they were teaching pitchers in Pittsburgh, I feel so bad. I just don't think they were. Clay Holmes, we heard from Tyone that he is a data rat. Any sort of data he can get on his pitches, he wants to absorb. Matt Blake and the Yankees have so much data they want you to absorb. Again, I'm going to check into the thigh thing more. I think Clay got a little more powerful, which also ties into data information. If I get stronger, I throw harder, pitches better. So theory... The he Pirates looks, did just like they just hired the Rays old pitching person. They're like, we got to change something. We got to do something. You um, got to do something. Clay Clay Holmes looks like a pitcher made out of a pitching factory right now. The slider looked good. Like that. I guess that's the the thing that comes in sometimes because we've we've talked about like he could only throw his fastball and still be really good. But now he's throwing everything, and you like that. Like, it's almost like he just doesn't need it, but he has it. Um, baseball savant, a lot of red circles, which means good. And, yeah, his average, I guess, so some early eye test, and maybe I can ask Jamo about his thighs. Something you could do. Well, in 2019, they don't have his 2020 stats. That's weird. 2019, his average fastball was 94. 2021, 96 so far. So there's a little there's a little jumperoo. Thighs. Could what be of, the thighs. What of it? Could it be the thighs? What of it? Okay, smart. And you like him. I like Clay, man. Um Bullpen, I'm scared worried for the bullpen. Offense has to get some runs, and I don't I don't know if that's gonna happen. So Yeah. They're on pace for like no like no homers. At all. It's pretty nuts. It's it's nuts to look back at this series and say the Yankees out homered the Tigers. Rizzo won, Tigers none. What's going on, baseball? Let's get some of the balls. Mm-hmm. Um I'm giving out the horse blinders award. Hello. Mm-hmm. Which some people will refer to them as blinkers prestigious award by you. Mm-hmm. 
Horse blinders. And so yep. a horse traditionally wears those, Jim. Yeah. To stay focused on the race ahead of them. Yep. Am I correct? Yeah. Educated guess. Like, I've never looked it up, but. Yeah. They don't want, maybe you don't want to see the horse coming up on you. Don't even worry about it. Just go forward. Tim Locastro. Wrong. Wrong. So wrong. 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 wrong but kind of right. No, it's wrong. He's not getting it. Okay. But you like him. I like Tilo. Yeah. I like Tilo. Blah, 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 blah. So you don't know then? No, my guess was Tim Locastro. And it was wrong. BBD, wrong. do you have a guess for the horse the horse blinders award, aka blinkers? Aaron Hicks. Yes. Nice. Go nice. blind. Hicks. Hey Blue, there any runners on base? Yeah. No. Start of the game, man. Yeah. No outs, there's no runners on base. That should be his mindset all the time. Because Hicks, man, you're really hitting bad. <laughs> you're you're playing good ball. 303 batting average. 415 on base. But my guy Hicksy. What we need right now is for the guys who are hitting. I'll take you back to the DJ stat from game one. Yanks were 0 for 12 with runners in scoring position. DJ's hitting the ball. Eight-game hit streak. He comes up, runners in scoring position. Now the Yankees are 1 for 13 with runners in scoring position. Hicks, we need you. It's like I said about Gallo. If you get hot, make it count. Hicks. We need your stats to count because you're one of the guys hitting right now. I'm not really mad at you because nobody's hitting with scoring position. Yeah. But it'd be nice if all those good stats continued led to some RBIs. You know? I hear you. Because yeah. you know how many RBIs he has? How many RBIs? So was it three? Three. I saw. I saw. Jake saw. I'll admit, because sometimes I pull some of those out of my butt. That one I saw. No, you saw and that. I stole it. You saw it. You still got it right. It was an open book test. Nice. But uh, yeah, like let's go blind up there. No runners on. Yeah, I've got a little bit of a little bit of mixed feelings. Um, because the first game of this series, he had another good game, lead off spot. Guess the lineup day. You crushed it, and then he goes back to back zero for four. I crushed it. Yeah, and guess the lineup. I got it right. More or less. Oh. That's kind of guess the lineup. Um, and then, yeah, it's just one of those things that's like, okay, how early in the season in it? Hicks went from 303 to 270. Um, and, dude, it's just this weird thing around baseball right now that we talked. His OPS goes down to 729 today, which is the 56th best, which, okay, that's a weird number, Jake. Um, but it's still like OPS plus, it's like still really good. Judge's 736 OPS coming in today was a 120 OPS plus. Like, the average hitter across Major League Baseball is not doing the good. Um, and Hicksy had the the sack fly that I, comment, I complimented him on some sort of situational hitting there. So maybe maybe that can be a, a step in the right direction. I hope so. I hope so. 20 games, okay? Yeah. 
including this year, last year and this year, 20 games, getaway day, day game, on the road. 20 games, getaway getaway day, day game, on the road. Yep. Like today. And like, like today. Ba- and like Baltimore. A great example. And like Baltimore. Yep. What's the Yankees' record? 20 games, getaway day, on the road. A classic punt game. For an ideal punt game, the front for a office, team. A literally a getaway day. Right now, I would go like five and fifteen. One, two, three, four, five, six, and fourteen. Close. Six is my alternate guess. Yeah, that's bad. That's bad. That's six. a chunk of games. No, that's a lot of games. Like I think if we told that to the analytics team and we're like, hey. There is a way to identify 20 games a year that you could get a lot better in. Yeah. Bang. And they're listening. Some of them are. Um, Dude, thir- is that how we could get a job in a front office if yeah. you're just like, hey. Dude, that's what you do. I've got a way to flip 10 games this year. Yeah. Honestly, hired. All right, so 35 games. Home and away. Last game of the series. 25, last game of the series. 35. 35. Oh, my God. 35 games. Does include those 20? Yeah, 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 yeah. Include, but last week I just did Sunday. Now I've included the weekdays. Right. Uh, Some Thursdays, one Monday, some Wednesdays. So it's 35 games so far, last year and two this year. How many have they won in nine innings? Did not have to go. Uh, Okay. That's. I have all the numbers. That caveat. Um, well, they do all their extra inning games or these games because they have to empty the bench. Right. Which, by the way, we could get the job that way, too. Like, you're losing pitching innings. You're yeah. risking guys getting hurt. Yeah. 35 games. I'll go dramatic. Regulation, two. 13. Have one? One. In nine innings? I guess so. 10. Okay. 14 wins. Four, four win extras. 10. Ten. They're they're fourteen and twenty one in day game getaway days, punt days. It's not great, Bob. Hey Yanks, you know those games where you kind of set the tone and it doesn't matter? You're losing a lot of those games. And if you do win, it's forty percent chance it took you extra innings to do so. That pace is a hundred loss team. And when I said 40%, I meant 28. Analytics, people. Analytics. Whoa. Jim, we, I never do this, mm-hmm. but I'm going to bring a new segment to Talking Yanks. Brought to us by the Warehouse Games. Actually, the bacon, egg, and high cheeses are facing off versus the Jolly Jozos right now. You guys should check that out after. Um, new segment. Oops. Oops. Dude, Clark Schmidt. I got another guy I want to talk about, too. We, like, haven't talked. Might so, do it on the Yes app. So, first, okay. And go check out the Yes app. We actually, is that up yet? Yeah, That's live? yeah we did a whole segment on Mike we King. We did a Mike King segment on the Yes, yes app that was really good. Um, Clark Schmidt, man, where, where are we without his 3.1? Shuddy coming in to save Garrett. Like, talk about tone setting in the series and that stuff. I don't know. As a teammate, kind of makes Garrett look bad. Oh, so you think he's bad guy? 
I think maybe, you know, you slip some, you look at your hand, wipe it on your pants, you go, me too, Garrett, I can't throw out here either. But to just show them up and be like, not a problem for me, I'll go 3.1, fine. Is yes. Clark Schmidt ruining the team's morale? It, that's what I'm saying. I don't know. Okay. Like, to make your ace just look like a chump. Rude. Who is the other guy you want to talk about? TJ. He's got an eight-game hit streak. He's yeah. back. We'll do it post-game. Okay. Maybe we won't. Maybe we won't. Maybe we won't. Maybe we will. Probably won't. The Tuesday thing. But... We should probably do it now, then. I DJ's awesome. Yeah. He's back. Full you fight. want him lead off, or you want to still no, 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 fix no. another? No, mm, no, because uh, he can't do it with runner scoring position, and DJ can. No, I, I I like their one through five right now. I wouldn't change it. Okay. I, I, there's going to be a point where we do. I, I, st- I think I want DJ to lead off. I think that would set the tone for the whole lineup. DJ... DJ Rizzo Judge. I just think DJ's going good and Hicks is going good right now, and I would not flip him. You found something. Like, sure, come May, two weeks from now, you might be like, all right, time to flip these guys. Yeah, I guess I guess my Or you concern- do a lefty Hicks leadoff, righty DJ leadoff, like is the next step. But I just those guys are hitting. I guess my concern would be if if Hicks has a hitless game tomorrow, he's suddenly not hitting. Then he'd be 0 for twelve. And see, I and see I don't pitches getting the wall. And I I'd almost I think if you hit DJ leadoff tomorrow and you slid Hicks back down, you just be like, "Hey, dude, like we still we still like you up there. Sometimes you and DJ are gonna are gonna bounce a little bit, and then I you know the last the last time the Yankees offense looked really good, DJ LeMahieu was at the top of the lineup, being the man." So I guess I want to feel that again. Okay. He's back. He's back. And the and 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 he's gonna the non-juice balls, he's gonna be alright because he doesn't hit the ball in the air. Instead of going over the outfielders, he's in front of the outfielders. Yes, 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 yes. All right, that's the episode. Thank you guys very much for tuning in and hanging out with us. Love you as always. Go Yanks. Tell them, Grams. Go Yankees. Not a lot of judge. Not much to say.